Right, welcome to Geeks Unleashed, episode 108. I'm Mark. I'm Jasmine. And our podcast mission statement for new listeners and returning listeners, as of episode 100, each week we will be ta- talking about our current viewing, reading, or playing geeky habits, whilst mixing in a review of every comic book movie or tv ever. series yeah yeah ever like ever. so from from episode 100 we started it from episodes 1 to 99 we kind of played around found what we liked mm-hmm. and episode 100 we kind of saw that as a uh, geeks and niche 2.0 and uh we are basically working our way through every single one other yes uh, so ever. we have content so. for the next like 15 years so yeah, you guys yeah. you guys are in for a treat <laughs> no, no comic review this week. No comic book movie review this week, as we're going to handle, like we did on the first episode of last year, our most anticipated for the year. Oh yeah. So this episode, we're going to reflect on that previous list from last January, and we will also talk about what we're anticipating for this year. Yep. But before we get started, if you are watching this on YouTube, thank you so much. We appreciate that. We would also love it if you would like this video and subscribe to our channel. And if you are listening on your favorite podcast platform, we appreciate that as well. We would also very much love it if you would leave us a five-star review on Apple Podcasts, Podchaser, or Spotify. In short, we would also love it if you were to give us some money too. So Yeah, buy us a comic. Buy us a movie ticket. Ko-Fi is the place to go where you can just give us a couple of quid. Anything is appreciated. Look, even if you just gave us like, I don't know, a dollar a month or something like that, yep. it all helps us and we appreciate it all. So oh, thank you yeah. very much. Thank you. So as the start of the year, Merry Christmas, Jasmine. Happy New Year. Merry, Merry Christmas, New Year. listeners. <laughs> Merry Christmas, listeners. Happy New Year to our listeners. And uh, again, appreciate all the love and support that everybody has given us over the past couple of years. But mm-hmm. we're back after our three-week break. I can't believe it's been three weeks. I know. So. It flew by, like, for real. So we it had our last by. episode with Robbie, which was our only book club. Um, our annual and then, and- Christmas yeah, book club. Christmas special. Scott Pilgrim, volume three. <laughs> so if you haven't listened, go back and re-listen and watch the YouTube video. Uh, we also, on the same day that we recorded it, jumped on Instagram. It's the first time we've ever done a live on that volume. Yeah. I don't know how many guests we had. Was it like 10 guests? We had something? a handful. I mean, we just had people come through for the whole hour. It was a lot of fun. Yeah, it was. Do you know, before we started, I spoke to Jasmine. I was like, oh, it lasts like half an hour. It, it yeah, like, clocked right. on at like, <laughs> it clocked on for like just under two hours, I think, at the end. Like, yeah. Because we had people coming on. It was good, though. Like, so obviously, you can go onto YouTube and rewatch YouTube live. I won't ruin any of that now, but you can, uh, for the first time that we've ever done this, our sort of movie, comic, game, and TV show of the year mm-hmm. was all voted for this year rather than our own choice. So, yeah. which I think actually, I sparked a lot of that. debate truly yeah, i think i prefer that format so i think you'll probably see that again yeah so uh anything over the break jasmine did you get up to not just tv but did you do anything or uh not really i just kind of enjoyed the downtime enjoyed the downtime with family i guess like just the way that the holiday fell this year i ended up having two four-day weekends in a row so yeah, me too, yeah. it was very nice to have like very short work weeks consecutively so it's a three-day work week three-day work week and then this week was a four-day work week so it's nice to kind of ease back into everything any Um, uh, geeky gifts i did actually here's one um i got this is a pac-man mug that is actually shaped like one of the old arcade boxes and so i put a bunch of my pens in it um i also got something sitting here conveniently so everybody knows, well, most people know that Mass Effect is like my favorite game and Thane is my favorite character in the game. And so someone gave me like a set 
of Thane coasters. So I have oh, wow. those sitting on my desk as well. So I did, yeah, I got a couple of nerdy things. It was that was that was a fun <laughs> surprise. Um, everybody, <clears throat> if anybody does follow me, uh, by the way, I have a geeky Instagram. I, I wanted to separate them out in the summer. I decided. Uh, the reason I did that, by the way, was I found a lot of geeky people following my personal one, and mm-hmm. um, and I only really put pictures of me, my wife, and kids on there. And <laughs> so the thought, dog. Oh, well, and the dog, yeah. <laughs> and, I, and I just thought, like, there's nothing here. If people like that love comics and movies <clears> and just want to follow my personal one, they're just going to see pictures of the dog and stuff. So in the summer, I created a personal um, geeky thing called uh, Mark Talks Comics. So I've been sticking a lot on there. And if anybody does follow me on Mark Talks Comics, it's not just comics anymore. Because on Christmas Day, uh, Christmas Day, sorry. Yeah. Uh, oh, I, yeah. I, I knew about this anyway, like because uh, it wasn't a surprise. A... That's a bummer. <laughs> it wasn't a surprise. No, I, I mean, so when, whenever I want anything technical, so so about four or five years ago, when I got the PS4 for Christmas, I Michelle said to me like, "What do you want?" And I was like, "PS4." Like, so she was like, "Oh, can you just order it then?" Because I don't want to make a mistake. Um, so. <laughs> honestly though that's that's the best way to do it like uh i know this is what you want for christmas and sorry it's not gonna be a surprise but at least you get exactly what you want well i think with anything technology wise like my wife doesn't Mm -hmm. really want to make a mistake Uh so for this christmas i got a nintendo switch with um mario odyssey and zelda breath of the wild so those are two games i've been wanting to play for a long time uh and i know it's quite a large expense so i i be honest with you i did I did go and get a second-hand one. I went onto eBay and bought one. So I, I'll be honest with you, I'm old enough now that I'm not particularly bothered about it being brand new. Mm-hmm. So I think, you know, in my early 20s when, you know, I lived at home, I paid £200 a month in rent. And I had a lot of... Those were the more, days, right? Yeah, had much more <laughs> disposable cash. Yeah. I was happy I was happy to go and buy... I remember, like, buying Dreamcast on day of release. You know, that was a couple hundred quid. Yeah. So anyway... I got the Switch for Christmas, and I've played that pretty much every day. Yeah, um, yeah. One of the things I love about it is that I can just play it on my own on the sofa or in bed or whatever, or equally can stick it on the telly. Mm-hmm. And um, my kids have got uh, the lights, and one of them had Mario Kart. We've played so much Mario Kart in the light. I literally play Mario Kart every day now, the four of us. So we've only got two joy pads at the moment which is the little joy cons mm-hmm. um but we want to get two more so the four of us can play but like yeah it's brilliant so well, that's uh, fine. it was like a family game night like you yeah. you posted a picture of that yeah we did a family we, we did a family uh game on friday we did um we played some board games as well so mm-hmm. uh but yeah so you might see some more of that uh but playing on the switch though did make me dig out we've got some old ds's laying around so and we've got loads of games so Actually, I started digging out some of our old DSs, and now it's made me actually start craving a Game Boy. And I've been literally oh, man. Go, going on Marketplace or eBay trying to see if I can find a. I want to find a reasonable price Game Boy. I'm not willing to drop silly money on on it. Oh. Uh, so like, uh, I, I, that's kind of my goal is to go and find an original grey Game Boy. So well, uh, I I might have a contact for you. I was. So last year when we had that really bad freeze, one of my friends had a bunch of water damage and I was helping her like collect boxes from her house. And yeah. I opened one of the boxes and she had like all of these in sync marionette dolls, like from oh, yeah. the No Strings Attached album. But underneath all of her in sync like memorabilia, she had a perfectly intact like case and everything Game Boy. And so, like, I open the case, and it's just like this Game Boy in pristine condition with the games right next to it. And I was just like, 
did you even remember that you had this? And she was like, honestly, I don't even remember putting any of these things in this box. Well, like, well, I don't know how, I, I don't know <laughs> what, what if she wants money or not, or I guess with well, the thing is with postage, it might not be worth it doing it for me. But oh, yeah, from the US. Well, yeah, let me know. I mean, if she's happy to donate it, then I could just pay the postage. <laughs> so, <laughs> uh, no, do you know what? I saw somebody on Facebook Marketplace giving away two free Game Boys. Um, that person was inundated with messages. She actually I bet. Updated, updated her sale. I sent her a message as well. She was an hour drive from me, but I was like, F it, I'll go get it. Yeah. Like, and um, especially as she had two, I was like, I thought I don't really need two, but they were both different ones. I thought, oh, you know, like, uh, I'm sure I could make do with two. <laughs> so, uh, <laughs> I'm sure like, I'll figure it out. Yeah, I'm sure I'll figure <laughs> it out. But no, she didn't reply to me. So, but anyway, um, we always have a little bit of a catch up on our geeky stuff yeah so over, over christmas we me and my wife set ourselves a bit of a goal and we only so normally we actually every christmas kind of go back and watch old stuff like um uh beverly hills cop or lord of the rings and we oh, did do okay. some, we do we did do some lord of the rings um but we set ourselves a bit of a goal of watching content of new films that we had watched mm-hmm. uh so we watched knives out uh glass onion uh amsterdam uh, I watched three five five. I watched everything everywhere all at once. Uh, so I, I literally managed to get through loads of things. Like I won't go on about them now, but uh, I watched Barbarian this week as well, which I <laughs> I don't mind talking about that. Like yeah. that, it's unusual for me to watch a horror, but I watched it in the day. So it's yes, a requirement. <laughs> Uh, I, I think that that's the only way I managed to get through that was yeah. the day. <laughs> so uh, I watched two mini series as well this week. One was from last year. One, oh no, they were both from last year actually. Uh, one came out I think mid middle of last year, and mm-hmm. one came out on Boxing Day. So Boxing Day, by the way, is the twenty sixth of December for the Americans. And uh, <laughs> so, um, anyway, so I watched uh, Treason with Charlie Cox, which is a five-episode miniseries, and I watched Echoes with what's her name? Is it Michelle Monaghan? Monaghan. Monaghan. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. Echoes is seven episodes, which I think was probably slightly too long. Five episodes probably would have been better. Um, but it was fine. Like in terms, I think I'm glad it didn't go beyond seven episodes. It, the story is pretty much wrapped up. However, they did throw in in the last couple of minutes an annoying cliffhanger. So, <laughs> but, it, you know, it is what it is. That's what they do with these things. And uh, with that cliffhanger, though, I'm more than happy for it to be left as it is. It wasn't mm-hmm. so annoying, like, that, you, that you're, that like, can't believe that they've done that, like, ridiculous. Yeah. But it was a cliffhanger in a sense that left you thinking there's, there's more drama to come. Of course. But, like you know you can kind of handle that in your head like there's there's some things where they end them like that and you're like no that's ridiculous i can't believe they ended it like that <laughs> but for that that cliffhanger i was like okay i'm i'm, I'm cool with that being the end yeah and i i looked it up and apparently there are no plans to do a season two oh. but but the creator of it said he is open to it hence why he threw that cliffhanger in right at the very end yeah so, well, is it on netflix or what where where is it so echoes is a netflix show yeah, both of these actually are netflix shows so treason with charlie cox is a netflix show uh so netflix uh <clears throat> treason is about charlie Co- it follows charlie cox who becomes the head of mi6 uh so the uh, head of mi6 gets he seems uh, really young to be the head of mi6 no so it's te- like temporarily so what happens is okay. the head of mi6 gets um um, uh, 
drugged or whatever, gets attacked and is in, in the hospital for, I don't know, say two weeks. And he's like the number two. And so they say, look, while he's in hospital, you're temporarily in control. And so they, there is a bit of chat in the first episode about is this the long term plan for, mm-hmm. or, you know, or is it going to be a long term plan for, uh, somebody else to take over and Charlie Cox's character's like, you know, uh, let's just work on the assumption that, you know, he's coming back. Uh, but yeah, there's a lot more, there's basic big twists and turns as it, as it, it's very much like, uh, I'd say like a 24 style show in the sense that you can't trust anybody. Yeah. Um, all that kind of thing. You know, somebody might be your friend, but might not be your friend. And there's mm-hmm. all these different people that have got agendas and it, it all gets, so halfway through the final episode i don't want to say anything but like it takes a twist that i didn't potentially see coming but really but really drove home the fact that it is definitely a mini series mm-hmm. and there's no and with treason it does end um like you can't see a i would say you can't see a sequel for it yeah um, I, I would say it was a frustrating ending but everything did get tied up like there wasn't anything particularly left hanging well there there was a couple of things like somebody was angry with somebody else and said that Mm. they're kind of going to come after them and you just got to assume that's probably going to happen yeah Yeah. but but it wasn't but it's not a story that i was particularly interested in so i was like okay we'll assume that happens and she'll go after them or whatever um but yeah it was it was resolved it was i thought it was well done Charlie Cox, though, whenever you watch him, I struggle now just not to see Matt Murdock. Like, and, I, <laughs> and I constantly question whatever character he's he, he's in. Is he blind or not? But what I liked, oh my what, gosh. <laughs> what I liked though, was I've seen Charlie Cox as an American <clears throat> playing Daredevil. Mm-hmm. I've seen Charlie Cox play it like, uh, is either last year or the year before I saw him in a show called Kin, where he played an Irishman. Uh, and then this year, I actually saw him as an Englishman in treason. So it was really weird to see like three different uh, accents from yeah. one character. So, um, and I'm pretty sure it was in Broadwalk Empire as well, wasn't he? So. I don't know. I've never sure. seen I'm, Boardwalk. I'm pretty sure he was. Uh, so I did watch that, but it was a long time ago now. But anyway, Barbarian, I will quickly tell you about that in summary. <laughs> this lady checks into an Airbnb. Oh, jeez. Oh, no. Um, it's double booked. Guy opens the door. Pouring down torrential rain. Kind of really has very limited choice. Uh-huh. But I don't want to say any more, but he is the least of her problems as the, as the movie goes on. So, Yikes. Um, and the only thing I would say about this is that I like is that the story, whilst it is one story mm-hmm. from start to finish, and it does have a conclusion... I like the fact that it's kind of told in segments. So, like, the first half an hour is very uh, continuous. And then half an hour in, something happens. Mm -hmm. And then it switches to another character in another location before coming back to the story you just left in the first half an hour. And uh, it's very well done. I thought it was very, okay. so. It was put together on a four and a half million budget, mm-hmm. and it, and apparently it's made like just under fifty million. So it's okay. Good on, but but like, how creepy is it? Um, like you said, you watch it during the daytime. Like, do I do I need to like get off this podcast and go watch it right now while I still have a whole day left, a whole day of daylight? I mean, I would say watch it, but there <clears> are <throat> there are. 
I don't know. There are underground, <laughs> there are underground tunnels of very limited light. Oh, uh, like um, so. You know, I was having a conversation with somebody the other day, and they were like, "How come when you travel, you don't stay at Airbnbs?" And I was like, "Because I mostly travel by myself. Like, I don't want to be in an Airbnb by myself. Like, if no. I'm going to be traveling by myself, like as a woman traveling alone, like I want to be at a hotel chain, like." Yeah. I want a front desk. I want reception. I want like I want all of the like hotel amenities if I'm traveling by myself. Ugh. I think to be honest with you, with this you have to take an air of even the Airbnb part isn't believable because I would imagine that you'd read reviews and I can't imagine any of the reviews would have been positive <clears throat> about what just let alone the neighborhood that the mm -hmm. house is in. It's not a nice neighborhood. So I would imagine that as a young woman checking in, surely you'd read, you know, house is nice, but the area is like yeah. crime, crime central, whatever. Like it's a real rundown area. So, but I don't, I don't want to say anymore. I would, I would say it's worth watching. I definitely wouldn't watch it at night if you don't like horror. I would say I thought it was clever. I mean, okay. it, not, not, not clever as in, <clears throat> not clever as in twists, but clever as in I liked how they put it together. Yeah. Um, and I liked the I don't I can't remember her name, the actress, but the, I liked the main female uh, mm -hmm. actress, and she's definitely someone I uh, would follow into other things. But anyway, I've talked too much about all this. But yeah, Barbarian, I would recommend. Like, there's other people out there probably stronger stomachs. You know, I wouldn't say sorry. It's not particularly gross or anything, but like, um, I think there's one or two scenes that are a little bit horrible. But generally, you can watch. The but it's more like a psychological thriller, then. There is psychological, mate. Just like, trying to get a gauge of like what kind of horror we're talking. There's a there's a lot of build up. There's a lot of build up. You know, like creaky doors and yeah, stuff yeah. like that. Like you know, and are people are who they say they are or whatever. Um, there's definitely a lot of build up. Um, yeah, <laughs> there. But there are scenes that are like fuck. Like, yeah, you know. Like, so. Uh, yeah, like, I don't know. <laughs> okay, I, I'll put uh, that on my maybe list. That's a maybe so, list. <laughs> I'd be keen to know what you think. But anyway, what did you what did you, did you read or watch or play anything? or? Uh, well, so I got a Best Buy gift card. And I finally, after three years, turned on my PlayStation 4. Uh, it's been a very long time. I haven't used it since before COVID. I think the last game I played on my PS4 was the last God of War from 2018. So it's been a long time um turn to my ps4 because i finally bought myself the mass effect legendary edition for playstation i've never ever ever played mass effect on the playstation so like i've just been having fun getting the trophies all over again um, oh yeah i saw you did post <clears throat> yeah so i've just been kind of working my way through that um i did watch glass onion and I really love Benoit Blanc. Like, I just think that he is such a fun character. So I'm super stoked to keep watching more Benoit Blanc movies. And I think they've been talking about there's going to be a third film in the works. Um, but I like that it's not connected. Like, I like that he is, like, the connecting character. But, like, you don't have to have watched Knives Out to watch Glass Onion. You can watch Glass Onion and then watch Knives Out. I would yeah, say it, Glass it Onion was better than Knives Out, though. So I would watch Knives Out first. So... <gasps> I don't know that I'm going to agree with that. I think I liked I liked the cast of Knives Out better than the cast of Glass Onion. Um, 
but I still very much enjoyed. I, I like this world that Ryan Johnson has built, like mm-hmm. with with these characters and how quirky everything is. And I, it's the kind of like who done it that is just so fun to watch because it's almost like watching Clue come to life, which they make jokes about Clue in Glass Onion, which I thought yeah. was pretty funny. But that's what it feels like to me. Like if you went and remade the film Clue. And you kind of updated it for the modern viewer. I feel like this is these are the kinds of stories that you would get with a clue remake. And so it's just it's so fun. I felt with Glass Onion, it was quite it was very difficult to figure out who it was. But with Knives Out, because they didn't develop as many of the characters, I think it was quite obvious like who like the Twitter. See, oh, I've forgotten her name. It was the girl from Thirteen Reasons Why. No, no, not Thirteen Reasons Why. Sorry, uh, the girl who's the Bond girl who dated Ben Affleck. Um, uh, Anna de Armas. Yeah, yeah. So obviously, <laughs> her her reveal came quite early on. So I, I straight away said to my wife, "It's not her. Something else has happened." I went, mm-hmm. "Maybe some." I even said, "Maybe somebody switched the vials before she accidentally switched the vials." I said, "It was." I said something like that, but because they didn't develop that many characters other than the guy who kind of best friended her, mm-hmm. I was like, it's got to be him. It... <laughs> like, I felt See, like I was I... the opposite. I, it <clears throat> took me a while to figure out who done it in Knives Out, but like with Glass Onion, I knew immediately who it was in Glass Onion. Yeah. So um, anyway. Uh... Oh, and then one other thing I watched on Netflix, it's a Korean adaptation. It's a anime, but it's based off of a Korean webtoon. It's called Lookism. Um, it was only eight episodes, but it's like this fat kid keeps getting bullied at the school that he's going to. And he is like poor. Him and his mom live like in this bad neighborhood. She works like two or three jobs to pay for everything. And eventually he just like begs his mom if he can go to another school because he's getting bullied so bad. And then it's like this supernatural thing kind of happens where he wakes up one morning and there are two of him so like there's him and his fat body and like whenever his fat body is sleeping his hot body like is awake and can be in the world so he decides to split his time and like the hot kid is who goes to high school now and so like the fat kid ends up getting an overnight shift at a convenience store Uh, but it's like really interesting because like as this show goes on you start to realize that there are more people like him in in the world and they're crossing paths and like the people that have been doing it for a while kind of recognize what's happening with him but he doesn't recognize that there are other people that are going through the same predicament where they have two bodies like he does um so they left it like on this cliffhanger where it's kind of like what's going to happen in the next season and i think they've got plenty of content because like when i look it up on webtoons it's it's like 200 episodes on webtoons and they only did eight episodes of a of an anime so but it was really interesting like it was just kind of interesting to see it all play out and how some of the people that you thought were these asshole bullies turned out to not be <laughs> as bad or even bad guys in general like you originally thought so it was just really interesting to watch cuz it really kind of plays on a lot, kind of like Squid Game, like it's it, really interesting. Yeah, yeah, it plays on like the the consumerism of like Korean culture. Um, so it was just it was really interesting. Like there's just a lot of underlying stuff that kind of comes in with it's more than just being bullied. It's like I don't know. I really I really enjoyed it. I thought it was it was entertaining, but at the same time, it was very like 
deep. There was a like a this deeper underlying message to to the whole thing. I am. Um, you just reminded me. Sorry, I know we were going to quickly move on then, but uh, the first week after, literally after our uh, live uh, that we did on Instagram, I because they kept bringing up. Well, I think it was mainly <laughs> Steph. Um, oh, Severance. Severance. So I watched all nine episodes over two days. <laughs> yeah. Uh, have you seen it? No, I haven't started it. Right, so it's very so the first like four four or five episodes are quite slow, right? Mm-hmm. But then I, I'd say it's all quite slow, but it's still enjoyable. And so you just reminded me from that show, so that you just talked about. So Severance is it in a kind of fictional future, although it doesn't feel massively far in the future. It feels like it possibly is ten years from now. Mm-hmm. But the world is very aware of the the severance procedure in which you choose to have two personalities. So you choose to have the work personality mm-hmm. and your outside work personality, uh, which they refer to as outies and innies. <laughs> so um, so basically the moment you walk into the sort of the lift or elevator, as you guys call it, as you're going up the elevator, your work personality kicks in and uh-huh. you're obviously in your outside personality turns off and they they never meet or or obviously they can't meet but they don't exchange they're not allowed to exchange messages with each other or anything Mm -hmm. like that and they and they show you very early on in the first episode that the lift is built with technology to be able to stop any form of encryption uh from going into the lift Mm -hmm. whether that's whether that's a handwritten note whether that's pen pen on your arms whether even if you decide to swallow a piece of paper uh all this kind of stuff um Mm -hmm. so so this girl she tries it and (laughs) this guy walks in on her so it's the first time she goes in the lift the alarms will go off later on he walks in on her about to write pen on her arm and he's like i wouldn't do that and he's like and before you even think about it don't swallow anything he said because they'll enjoy the rubber glove treatment like, you know like <laughs> uh, and um so as so the first few episodes are very much like so they work in an office environment however none of them really know what they do mm-hmm. so they kind of show this weird task that they have to do every day but no literally even even us as viewers with no idea what this task is they do uh it, it looks completely boring and they only you only follow one character, uh, the main the main character uh, in and out of his life. They don't so he works with three others, and they don't show what the other three do outside. And but you do get in the final episode mm-hmm. three. So the main character and two of the others they do show their lives outside, like for a whole episode, mm-hmm. and one of the others they don't which if you ever watch it, you'll find out why and it ends in a massive i'm not joking like one of the best cliffhangers like i've seen in ages like i just i was so like drawn in by the whole thing i i like it when a slow show pays off like better call saul breaking bad they were really good at slow storytelling Mm -hmm. and this show severance was so good at slow storytelling and then landing into a um essentially into a, a really good payoff episode at the end yeah so, okay it's now, on my list now, now i'm like i really need to see season two uh, but i don't think it's even been announced for this year if it does i think it might be the right at the end of the year yeah but yeah so um just quick touch on news and then we'll 
go into our main topic for this year sorry for this episode so the only thing i really wanted to talk about was and it, i mean we are on the 8th of january while we're recording so there's not been a lot happened uh jeremy renner unfortunately didn't start off the year very well mm-hmm. so he was involved in a real horrible slow snow plowing winter accident basically um i think from what i've read as well the police are treating it as a crime scene because his plow slipped and started to roll and mm-hmm. he tried to jump in the uh the driver's seat somehow got sucked underneath it or something and uh he got airlifted to a hospital he's uploaded videos actually of him and his sister i think massaging his head and he looks terrible so i think he's had quite a few operations and um yeah i'd say it sounds like he's probably lucky to be alive sounds like yeah because if you've ever seen what a snowplow like an actual like industrial size snowplow looks like that thing is and oh, yeah. nothing nice i know i've seen pictures of it i mean i've never seen one uh in real life but he was helping someone out as well apparently a local doctor came and helped as well it just sounds like it was horrendous i think it was like the first or second of january it was just it's going to be interesting to see if he actually can still even use his legs yeah 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 i I would imagine his career as well like if he if he you know if he is like you know gonna it sounds like he's gonna live and be fine in terms of living but if he will have real access to his legs it'll be interesting to see what comes of his career because he's very much an action person yeah. like mission impossible and hawkeye are action roles so what, what will happen if he's not able to do those roles so will he it'd be a sad but will he take a more of a tv you know world mm-hmm. going forward so i know he is in tv i think uh the mayor of kingstown he just recently finished season one which i've, I've not seen but so it's just quite a sad way to start the year and i wish him all the best and that's some I scary hope, stuff man uh, i know i know when i when i woke up and uh my wife actually told me before for for me she picked up and saw the news she's like, oh my god jeremy runners uh in a re- had a really terrible accident and i was like wow so um Oh, by the way, where uh, when I put up that th- first post on Instagram about Jeremy Renner, and obviously I quoted whatever the actual news source was I picked it up from, my wife said, "Why didn't I put her down as the source? Because I heard it from her before I heard it from <laughs> Deadline." Like, and I was like, "I'm not likely to post source my wife, am I?" Like, <laughs> so she thought that was uh listen man she wants the credit for having the breaking news okay yeah yeah she said you heard the news from me not deadline i was like yeah but you read it from deadline like, or whoever it was whoever i got the news from so next uh, time you'll yeah. have to be like credit to my wife via deadline Slash, yeah via deadline <laughs> so, uh anyway before we jump right. into uh this year's most anticipated yeah let's talk about it let's talk about it let's so, get the wrap-up going oh bless sorry. you Oh, you. must be allergic to uh, uh last to wrap year. ups. <laughs> oh no, to, to last year. 2022 didn't fare too well for me in many ways. So, yeah. which actually I'll kind of touch on now. So, um, last year we we ran an episode at the very first episode of the year, which we covered our most anticipated mm-hmm. 2022. Uh, look, I'll put my hands up. 22. Uh, personally it wasn't very good for me 2021 was that good for me personally either uh so um in 2021 family member died wasn't 
obviously the best year 2022 i think was my year of uh you know crisis and uh this year it's time to play catch up and uh focus on many things so okay and, all uh, right all right so um so when i say that i i'll come to it in a minute actually but i wrote down for my comics that i wanted to read and graphic novels i didn't read either of the ones that i wanted to read so that is actually on my now to-do list. Having reread this most anticipated 2022, yeah. I, I now want to pre-order these or re-order or order them and go and actually read them and then add them in to, so you can actually hear what I thought about them. So I put down The Many Deaths of Later Star by Ram mm-hmm. V and I put, <clears> put down the, there was a Ben Riley Spider-Man miniseries came out that was set during his original Spider-Man run. I didn't read any, unfortunately. So I'm glad to revisit this list. So they were they were things I was looking forward to. So I will go back five copies and you'll hear my opinions at some point. So okay. All right. what comic did you put down and did you read them? <laughs> um, so I put down three and they two of them are actually webtoons. Um, and one of them was a manga. So I had put down for 2022, I was looking forward to Semantic Error, which is um, a webtoon. And then Under the Oak Tree, another webtoon. And the manga I put down was Sweat and Soap, Volume 11, which is the final volume in that entire series. So I've been keeping up with Semantic Error, and it has not disappointed. It has been very good. It, I am still reading that one. I actually read the newest uh, issue on Manta this, or Manta this morning. Okay. Under the Oak Tree, I... I still have it saved in my saved comics, but I have not actually read this second season of it yet. So I've got like 30 episodes saved up and it's definitely going to be a binge, like just sit on the couch for a few hours and kind of go through all 30 of those. And as for sweat and soap, I think I got really mad that it ended because I love it so much that I have not finished it. (laughs) So it's like, (laughs) I have read it. 10 volumes of Sweat and Soap. And it's like, I just refuse to read the final 11th volume. So it is on my bookcase. It is ready to go. Just like, I can't bring myself to do it because I just don't want it to end. I love these characters so much. I, can, I know I know that. I hate that when something is finally over. You're yeah. Like, or like sometimes with, or like with TV as well, if it's only eight episodes or sometimes I've, uh, I did that actually with Ozark. I deliberately didn't rush it. Mm-hmm. So when the final season came out last year, I deliberately did not rush that because I really <laughs> loved Ozark. So, yeah. uh, right. Okay. So for TV last year, I wrote down three things that I was most anticipating looking for. One of them, I'm disappointed I didn't put on my best of list actually, because I kind of forgot about it, but it was oh, brilliant. No. Uh, so Star Trek Strange New Worlds, which I thought was really good. Mm-hmm. There was the odd episode, which wasn't great, but as a whole, it was really good. And I think I actually prefer it to Discovery. Now. Is that the Although, one with Pike? Pike, yeah. Like, okay. oh, let's be honest, Anson Mount as Pike. It, it's a Anson Mount role. is great. Yeah, the only I mean, do you know what I love is that even though his Inhumans TV show was a pile of poo, mm-hmm. that he actually is not arrogant enough and he came back like he's not arrogant enough sorry not arrogant at all that he came back for the doctor strange film that came out last year and played um uh oh crap i forgot his name the inhuman character that he played yeah. in the series and um black bolt black bolt he came back and played black bolt again uh, and i thought what what a great guy he comes yeah. across as a really great guy but star trek Stranger your worlds pretty good go and watch it i'm telling so, you you really need to watch hell on wheels 
Oh yeah, I've never seen that. He is so, so good in Hell on Wheels. So good. Yeah, maybe write it on the list. So <laughs> uh, anyway, the other thing, I the other two shows I put down that so Obi Wan Kenobi, which again was really good. That, that I did put down on my on my list. So the other thing I put down was She Hulk. Now, well, you got She-Hulk. all three of your shows in that you were anticipating then. Yeah, I watched them all. Yeah. So She Hulk was awful on so many levels. Now, I know a lot of people are like, oh, yeah, Marvel's trying new things. Yeah, no, great, great. I, I take my hats off. Well done. Well done, Marvel, for trying something new and trying to completely brand new. That doesn't mean I have to things. like it. Yeah, it doesn't mean, yeah, it doesn't mean I have to like it. And I put my hat, hat you know, put my hat, take my hat off. You know, well done. They tried something new. Great. Did it work? No. Not, not for me anyway. Um, CGI was awful. Writing was terrible. Comedy was awful. I'll be honest with you, it leaves me slightly scared for Daredevil. Um, so I hope they don't mess Daredevil up. But uh, I have no problem with Daredevil being funny in someone else's show. That's not something I'm opposed to either. And mm-hmm. the best episode they did have on it in the whole series was the Charlie Cox episode. Charlie Cox literally carried that whole episode. Unfortunately, whilst I've got no problem with the, um, oh, what's her name? The actress who played She-Hulk. Uh, oh, Tatiana. Yeah, yeah. I thought she was brilliant. Uh, Orphan Black, absolutely one of my best shows, favorite shows, etc. But She-Hulk was awful. So anyway, TV for you. Uh, TV for me. So I had four things that I was looking forward to, and I got two of them. So 50, 50%. Uh, so I was looking forward to Peacemaker. And Peacemaker turned out to be like probably oh. one of my favorites of 2022. Like Peacemaker was so it was a it was so stupid, but it was like the perfect kind of funny, hilarious, endearing, stupid. Um, so Peacemaker delivered on everything I hoped it would be. Uh, some of the other ones I had were Naomi, which I never watched, and now oh, I saw the pilot. I saw the pilot. It was terrible. Yeah, so it only got one season. I don't think it got picked up again. And then the Another one I was watching, or I wanted to watch, was the Tokyo 24th Ward, which was an anime, which I did not end up watching. Um, It's still on my watch list. I just haven't gotten around to it. And the other show that I was looking forward to is another anime, Sasuke and Miyano. And it was so cute. That one was just so cute and so endearing. And I loved it. And I'm very much looking forward to it. They they did like a a movie. It's like a OVA, I guess. One, One extra episode they released at the end of last year so um hopefully I'm, I'm looking forward to season two whenever that happens i don't think it's happening in 2023 but sasuke and miyano like peacemaker delivered on everything i hoped it would be so i got 50 50 on my tv shows for 2022 that's good um films wise i wrote down three so one of them i wrote down was the flash which didn't come out last year mm-hmm. which i think everybody knows so yeah <laughs> i'll be out this year Hopefully, see, we'll see. Uh, the other two show uh, films I wrote down were Scream and the and the Batman. So mm-hmm. Scream, we did a review on and, and loved. Yeah. Uh, the Batman, I went to the cinema, watched it, and I actually didn't like it at the cinema, but I rewatched it and actually realised it was actually one of the best films of last year. It, it's a it's a, definitely a film that needs to be watched twice. Whilst it might be difficult to push that point, considering it's a three hour long film, I think <laughs> I think a rewatch. I, I, what it is is I, the trailers always show things slightly differently versus what they actually are. Mm-hmm. So once I watched it once, I then knew what it was and then went in and watched it again and actually thoroughly enjoyed it. So I enjoyed both the Scream and the Batman films. But yeah, The Flash, obviously, I couldn't watch because it didn't come out. So. Yeah, well, I have the same problem. So my anticipated film for 2022 was Across the Spider-Verse, which got pushed back 
and is now coming out very shortly in 2023. <laughs> uh, so that was the only film that I was super duper looking forward to uh, for 2022. And so I obviously didn't get to see that. So uh, game wise, I put down only one game, which is Horizon Forbidden West. I did mm -hmm. buy it. I did start it. I let it slip. What <laughs> what I did play was good, but I it, unfortunately that's where I kind of let myself down a little bit was the gaming area. Well, I let myself down on comics too, but gaming wise, I didn't do much gaming last year. Mm -hmm. So, and you put down one game as well. I put down one game that I did not buy. Uh, I put down God of War Ragnarok. I was very much looking forward to that, and like I said, I actually did not turn my PlayStation Four on for the first time. <laughs> until january 1st 2023 uh it's it's been three years since my playstation was on and for whatever reason like now i can't even connect to psn like i don't know what the problem is uh but no i never picked up god of war it's still on my want to playlist i just have not picked it up yet um do you think that you will uh get it this year yes now that i know my ps4 still works <laughs> yes <laughs> Um, right. Okay. So, all right. I, I like twenty twenty three. I like. I like that we just kind of actually, uh, kind of checked back on what we did or didn't. Yeah, achieve. that was nice. A nice review. But because it's a nice little lead into our, this is the first our New Year's geek resolutions. Oh. So, uh, you might miss that. I wrote that down. Anyway, so resolutions. So we all, everyone, everyone starts with New Year's resolutions, right? So, for instance, I'm drinking some more water. Here, here. Hey, hey, uh, not, not normally when I'm on these podcasts, it is a Coke in my hands. So <laughs> I, I have, whilst I haven't been perfect in the last eight days, I have been trying to drink more H2O, and I've been trying to do a bit more walking. I haven't gone back to the gym yet because I deliberately didn't want to rush back because all the other new people was there. Yeah, and, give uh, it some time. They'll be gone yeah, by February. I know, I know. <laughs> no, so I, I was going to the gym quite actively for the last few months, but I put my back out at the start of December and didn't go at all during December. My back's okay now. And um, I want to go back, but I also didn't want to go back with all the, the, the new people. Mm -hmm. But anyway, all those health stuff, push that aside. My New Year's geek resolutions is that I actually want to spend more time uh, actually doing things I enjoy you know podcasting we enjoy mm -hmm. but I want to play it spend more time gaming I want to spend more time reading comics TV and movie are easy things to do they're quite easy I'm, I've always got a handle on TV and movie always you know it's quite easy to put the TV on but I want to make more time to actually have a night a week just for reading have a night a week potentially for gaming or to make sure I fit some gaming around mm -hmm. I want to try and get in at least a couple of hours of gaming a week now and I'm getting a couple I, I'd like to get in at least sort of three three or four hours a week of reading uh, I think it's quite important because you know i love comics but i just fell massively behind last year yeah. so hence what i said but yeah those are kind of my things to make sure at least i would say to have at least you know five or six hours a week of gaming and comic book reading every every week so those are my that's my geeky resolution and to clear my comic book backlog of last year yeah. and my current tv um resolution is to catch up on um most of the Arrowverse shows in, ready <laughs> in readiness for the so I'm two seasons behind on the Flash and I want to get ahead or catch up. Sorry, yeah, for so the I final can, season. For the final season. So, do you have any geeky news resolutions? Um, I do. So I want to kind of update my geeky wardrobe. Like I'm wearing uh my Green Lantern shirt. This, mm. I call it my John Stewart Green Lantern shirt. It's not a Hal oh, yeah. Jordan shirt. It's John Stewart <laughs> shirt. Um, 
I just want to kind of update, like get some, get a couple of new things, especially since uh, I've lost a lot of weight. So like, I want to get stuff that actually fits now. Um, And I want to update sort of, I'm looking over here at my like bookcase, but like, I want to update how I display my stuff. And I haven't quite figured out, like, I don't have an extra bookcase. Like I'm already out of bookcase space. Um, So either I need to stop buying like, actual books or <laughs> I don't know. I don't, I don't like, I don't know what the solution is, but uh, yeah. So I, I rearranged my bookcase actually um, over the long break and I'm, it's like, I, I got to move some stuff out of the way, man. Like I got way too much manga that I've started to collect lately. And um on another bookshelf. Yeah. It's like, I'm running out of bookshelf space, but like, where am I going to put another bookcase? So you know what, just... the, the, about a week or two before Christmas, I went and uh, my wife hates bookshelves. So I did, <laughs> I, I did, I did this. I did this before when she was out. Yeah. I, I went on to, I, I knew she'd kill me regardless, um, but actually she's come around. So I went onto Facebook Marketplace, found someone really good bookshelf. I'm not joking. This probably was like 100, 150 quid, mm-hmm. like brand new. And I it was a proper solid wooden bookcase. It was fucking heavy. <laughs> I, the, guy, the guy helped me get it in my car all the way down from upstairs in his house. I, I paid 20 quid for it. I was well chuffed. I, and yeah. uh, they, had it, they had it listed for more as well. And I just was messages back and forth. I was like, now nah, 20 only. But he actually was desperate to get rid of it because they were moving house. Mm-hmm. So... But yeah, I've got it, and I started to get. I got all my graphic novels that were either in the garage or the house, and I've been putting around. And so basically, like you, making them look a bit nicer, and mm-hmm. um, setting up some displays with some pops and some uh, little figures and stuff like that. So um, that's not a resolution, but I just thought, sorry, I was just uh, no. It's, you, yeah, it's definitely a thing. resolution for me. Like I just, I because I have like I still have a stack of books that I have not put on the bookcase. It's like I don't, I don't have anywhere to put them. Like. I don't know because I have a whole bunch of floppies and like I don't know what I want to do with the floppies because you can't really display them because I don't have them in boards or bags or any of that stuff like so I have all of my graphic novels displayed nicely and all of my manga and my pops displayed but I don't have anything like I just my floppies are just all in a pile like this high it's just like I don't know what to do with these um uh, sorry, I just uh, saw a message, which was a bit weird. But basically, I want to send you a message, a uh, link. Sorry, I want to send you a link. Uh, you just reminded me. Uh, hold on a minute. Let me send it to you. I'll send you that. Send me that. some stuff. I'll just send it to you now. Only because we're we're, if you see it now. Um, <clears throat> oh, so, yeah, I've seen those. Those are I so wanna, cool. I want to get that for my bookshelf. Like, so. Yeah. It's like a little so so for listening and watching people, it's uh, a little insert that goes on your bookshelf, like kind of maybe the space of two or three books put together, and it's like a little alleyway, like diagon alley uh, on your bookshelf. So I just felt I found one on Etsy uh, earlier. So I I've spent far too much in the last four weeks. So not, <laughs> not right now, not right now, but maybe at some point this year. Um, but I think you'd quite like that too. So yeah, I think that would be really fun. Um, I uh, just. I, yeah, I still got to I got to figure it out because I also have like all of the actual like textbooks that I have for when I'm learning Japanese. Like I need to make space, I keep space for those on the bookshelf. As well. It's just like there's so much stuff like it's on the one hand. It's like, well, Jasmine, stop buying stuff. And it's like, no, I don't I don't want to do that. 
Um, so before we jump into what we're looking forward to, I, I literally want to try and do this within about a minute because I know we've been talking quite well. Um, I've been throwing up the most anticipated or stuff for this year on our Instagram. So the first one I threw up was, um, oh, sorry, going in order of most recent Netflix. So there's a lot of people that have shouted out. I'll, I'll shout out some of the comments. Two, there's only two comments to be honest. One of them is mine. Um, <laughs> That's okay. Like, uh, <laughs> I, I, and sorry, there's another one here from um, Steph as well. So TM Nerdy shout out that 90s show. He's interested in that. The Witcher, you and Manifest. I've said you and Manifest. Um, Steph said he's heard you is good as well. So on Apple, the Apple TV one I threw up, there actually was a comment about ted lasso which i don't think is scheduled right now severance season two obviously that's currently not scheduled so somebody else did put here about wall and hello tomorrow so wall was on my list so we'll talk about that in a minute and hbo max and hbo so there's some comments here uh, around true detective you put on warrior and the last of us uh, somebody else put about barry uh somebody else put about barry um then Right, DC shows coming out this year. So there's a few DC shows coming out this year. The Flash, Superman, Lois, Doom Patrol, Harley Quinn. Um, it's got a special coming out. Gotham Knights, Penguin. And, um, we've got here. Somebody wrote anything but Gotham Knight. <laughs> so, uh, okay, so despite it being long in the in the very long in the tooth, somebody said they're looking forward to the Flash. Somebody else is looking forward to Superman and Lois. Someone else is looking forward to Doom Patrol and the Flash. Uh, also, Superman and Lois looking forward to seeing how they deal with the recasting of Jonathan Kent. Um, oh, really weirdly, polar opposite. I'm most excited, looking forward to Gotham Knights. Somebody else put Gotham Knights. Somebody else put Superman and Lois. And my wife has actually put Superman and Lois too. So um, on the DC movies that are coming out this year, uh, I think it's always a hot topic. Anything yeah, that one was a mess. So Aquaman, somebody said, another person said Shazam, Flash, Blue Beetle. Uh, somebody else has said none of them. Yeah. So... <laughs> Uh, blue veto again um on the marvel ones x-men 97 comes up a lot loki comes out a lot um the secret invasion one comes up so and ironheart yes yeah, so that's good on the now me and you can me and you are on the same page here on the marvel movies but we got a lot of commentary around um Literally every single comment was pretty much Guardians of the Galaxy 3. Yeah. But I know that me and you are not on the same page as that. So no. uh, there's literally every single comment was Guardians of the Galaxy 3. Um, so there's a few people who said other things, but mm. they said Guardians of the Galaxy 3. Anyway, right, I just wanted to shout out what other people's thoughts were. So for myself, for comics, uh, we, we'll do comics first. We'll do a bit like last year, comics, movies, TV shows, and um, We'll, we'll go from there so comics i'll be honest with you my main thing really i want to do this year is catch up on what i did last or i didn't get chance to read last mm -hmm. year however there were a couple of things i thought i would shout out so i'm interested in two marvel comic book events which is the fall of x and captain america cold war and there also is a superboy miniseries that's coming out so i'm quite interested in that too so that is it for me what, what about yourself comics wise uh my first obviously it's a manga um i'm looking forward to very much looking forward to given volume seven which actually comes out this week so i don't have very much longer to wait um 
but yeah, I've got the first six volumes collected and I'm very much looking forward to it. I it's like the English translation takes so long and I'm oh, I just like I also need to get better at my Japanese and then I can just read the Japanese version and not have to wait on the English version because like the Japanese version is on volume nine and I'm just now getting volume seven. So given it's about a band uh, of high schoolers, well, two of the kids are in high school, two of the kids are in college. Um, and it's just it's a BL series, but it's so good. It had a it had a, uh, a film that you can watch on Crunchyroll, and then they released an OVA that also came out last year. Um, but given Volume 7, that's what I'm looking forward to. Okay, so TV-wise, what I'm most anticipated, looking forward to. Um, me and you, I just got a quick look at yours. Me and you have put down one... One of the same. Show, one of the same. So yeah. for TV, I've put down Ironheart, which is a Disney Plus show, spin-off of the new black panther film so very much looking forward to that i am looking forward to the flash by the um, from the cw so although i've not watched it for a while i am very much keen to see how they finish off the arrowverse i'm even more stoked for it hearing that Stephen amell is returning as an arrow <laughs> for episode nine yeah so just go over to Stephen amell's instagram and watch his video in which he says it doesn't matter how i'm coming back it doesn't matter why i'm coming back <laughs> just I, watch it know, just watch it. And he ends it with, don't ask me any more fucking questions. <laughs> so <laughs> basically, just watch it. And to be honest, Stephen Amell, I loved. I thought he was great as the Arrow. He handled that show really well. It was a really, I loved Arrow. But, you know, some seasons were stronger than others. Mm-hmm. I think it got a little bit lost. It got a little bit lost in the middle. When yeah. they, they Season two and three are the best. The best. I, when they when they made the mistake was when they started killing off all of his cast. Like mm. by by, I think it was like I can't remember now. End of season three or four, it, it was just him and Diggle left and and Felicity or whatever. Is it Felicity the girl? Um, yes. Name the blonde. Yeah, Felicity. Basically, it's pretty much them three by the end of it. And it's like he he had like no cast left. Oh, his sister was around a little bit, but like everyone was dead so i was like this is and so they kind of had to re re-energize it and brought in a whole load of new cast and whilst in the beginning it wasn't great you know because obviously you had to get to know them by the end of the show you actually loved all of the new cast that they brought in and, and it, i i thought it was a great show so i'm looking forward to Stephen and mel coming back i hope they bring back others and i hope they bring back supergirl which they haven't announced yet i hope they do so it would be a shame to not bring back cara danvers as well as she was very closely linked to the flash as well mm-hmm. so um anyway my other two t i've actually sorry but th- i've put down a few tv shows so the last of us so i've played the first game and season one apparently will adapt the entire first game okay which and they have said they are only going to adapt the games they will not do any sideways yep. or you know segways which i'm glad that. that they came out and said that up front yeah. they're like listen we're not we're, we're not deviating we're doing the games also the last of us third game comes out this year doesn't it I don't know I, well, I didn't find uh, anything before we started recording but anyway so there's another TV show which is going to be on Apple called Wall really weird name it's based off an ebook apparently from years ago I think it's gone through a bit of development hell but it's going to be Rebecca Ferguson and Tim Robbins love Rebecca Ferguson love her she she'll be leading this tv series so it's set in a future dystopian um they all live in silos i don't know much more about it but it sounds awesome so tv other tv show is you which let's be honest joe is a sociopath which you love to hate so (laughs) he's like the new dexter i'm on board of it 
like happy to see the deaths continue to rise as he's desperate for his conquest of love. <laughs> so like the bodies are dropping, but as long as Joe's getting some, it's all good. Oh so, my god. Like, like, <laughs> Uh, Netflix is splitting the show into two parts. They're coming out, I think it's February and March or something like that. So, um, anyway, uh, those are my TV shows. What about yours? So, the one TV show we have in common is Ironheart. I really enjoyed the introduction of Riri Williams in Black Panther Wakanda Forever. So, I'm super stoked to actually see her like backstory unfold. Um, so definitely looking forward to Ironheart. Uh, the other two are anime. One of them is the second season. It's uh, Surune, The Linking Shot, which is, I consider it a sports anime um, because it's about archery. It's about uh, the Japanese sport called Kudo. And I loved, it was so cute. I think the first season was 2018, but uh, the first season was so great. And I loved the camaraderie that all of those kids had. And so I'm super excited that we got a second season of Surune, which is starting pretty soon. And then the other one I'm looking forward to, which is what's on my background, it's called Buddy Daddies, which is <laughs> like the stupidest name in the world. But this one actually started, uh, so we're recording on Sunday the 8th. This this actually started yesterday the, on the 7th. Um, so I have not watched it yet, but I'm very much looking forward to it. So it's basically these two guys are assassins that like are roommates. And this little girl, this little girl is like one of their target's kids that somehow winds up in their care and so they are now assassins that have to navigate like making sure she gets to school on time making sure she gets picked up from daycare like so they take over taking care of one of their enemies kids like it just it seems really cute like it just sounds like nothing but shenanigans so (laughs) very excited to see it i think the title is really stupid but like the premise to me seems really cute so i think that would make I think if they turn that into a live action, would make a hilarious comedy. Yeah, so. right. So we'll see. Like, like I said, it started yesterday, so that actually might be something that I start. I pick up the first episode today to kind of see what's going on. But it just looks that. so you fun. Could, you could see that as a sitcom. Right. Yeah, definitely, so. for sure. <laughs> like three um, men and a baby. <laughs> <laughs> uh, films wise, let me just quickly glance at your list. So there, is... my list is very small. Films wise, no, no, no. We've got. No, I've got well, I've got four, you've got three, and two of them we have as the same. So yeah. uh right, okay. So Quantumania is probably the mo- the film I'm looking forward to the most. I I'm loving all the multiverse stuff that they're doing with Spider-Man, <clears throat> Stranger Things. I felt they could have actually gone harder. They only ended up really on one other world. So um, but I did love all of the alternate worlds. I'm I'm a big fan of alternate world things like um I used to love sliders back in the day when I don't know, do you remember sliders? I do remember. So, so I'm a big fan of multiverses and things like that. So I, I know Quantumania, it, I'm not too sure how it's going to work because I, I know they're going into the quantum verse, but mm-hmm. somehow, I, I, I don't know. And I would have to watch it because um, Kang is going to be making his mm-hmm. movie mm-hmm. first appearance. Whilst yes. his first TV appearance was Loki yep. at the end, we are now seeing the movie first appearance. Which well, we saw think... a variant of Kang in Loki. Yeah, not, this is not a at... different variant in the film. Yeah, so I'm looking forward to that. The other movie I'm looking forward to is The Flash. Now, I'm looking forward to it for many reasons. I actually want to see what this nightmare shows up and it yeah. becomes. Um, I'm hoping it actually show. I'm hoping that it turns out to be fine. My theory is that James Gunn is putting all his eggs behind this movie, rebooting the Snyderverse and becoming mm-hmm. the Jim Gunnverse or whatever they want to the call Jimbo it. The Jimboverse. 
Yeah, the Jimbo-verse. Like, that's what they should call it, the Jimbo-verse. I, I'm, I, I'm assuming, this is my assumption for this movie, is that Michael Keaton probably will be in it, but probably just more of a cameo now rather than, you know, getting rid of Ben Affleck and getting... Uh, you know, uh, well, they removed uh, Henry Cavill and Gal Gadot's uh, cameos in the yeah. film. So. Yeah, no, I've no, that. So um, that my theory is: this is a complete theory. I have no facts to bring this up uh, to base this off of. But my theory is that the the Batman, you know, from that we saw from um, Robert Pattinson, I I think they're going to make him the DCU Batman. That's my theory. I could be wrong. Well, that's my theory. I think they're going to bring him in at the end of this film. Oh. And, I th- and I think they're also going to bring in this new young Superman at the end of this film. Oh. Uh, and I, I think that, well, I think there'll be more cameos at the end. Like, but I think that this Flash movie will basically be the reboot. I think what's going to happen is they, they so they did Flashpoint in the CW as well, uh, where they went back and changed everything but then barry came back and what he'd undone was a few things he, you know diggle's child i can't remember which way around it was was a son and then was a daughter after barry and messed around with time uh and then barry changed a few other things by doing flashpoint so i think that's very much and obviously flashpoint's a comic book event uh which led to the creation of the new 52 so i think that barry will go back in time make some alterations there'll be a lot of chaos throughout the movie by the time it's all done done there'll be a brand new DCU, which I think will, I, I'm willing to bet that, that they'll only have one Batman. I think from what I've gathered is that James Gunn only wants more of a cohesive universe and not all these different movies, uh, you know, different different sort of universes around. So I think that they'll bring the Batman into it. So I kind of want to see it just to see how right or wrong I am. Yeah. I, could be I mean, completely that'd be really wrong. interesting. Like, really interesting if they condense it all down and like this is their new starting point yeah huh. that's what i think that's okay. what i think okay um that's my theory i think james gunn wants to make it more cohesive well we did see uh barry travel through time uh batman versus superman there's a part where bruce is sitting there looking at a computer screen and then like there's this portal oh, and yeah, yeah. barry comes through the portal and is like am i too early is it too soon Oh yeah, 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 yeah. We saw that, yeah. Yeah. Well, and also in the CW, um, was it Infinite Crisis, mm-hmm. um, movie Barry and TV Barry met yes. as well, which was cool. So I would love it if they brought Grant Gustin into this movie, even if it was a cameo. They're clearly yeah. not going to make. From reports that Ezra Miller's behaving himself, they're keen to keep him as the Flash. I would have loved it if Grant Gustin and him, Grant Gustin and him, could have swapped over. I don't think yeah. it's going to happen, but I would love it if at least Grant Gustin got a cameo. That that people will go nuts if they do yeah. that. In the cinema. People literally, I'm not. It'll be just like Spider Man, like where we got all the, the Spider Man together. Yeah, exactly. I don't know if it'll be like Tobey Maguire. Crazy. No, not that level, but like but it still people, would be exciting. Like, I I honestly would be. I would like give that a shout out in the cinema but anyway, yeah my my two other films i don't need to say too much about these but fast x brings the fast and furious to a close so looking forward to that and a close i thought we were doing uh, i thought 11 was going to be the final one. Oh, sorry i apologies yeah you're right it's part one of two it's part, <laughs> part one of two sorry part one of two yeah sorry apologies uh yeah it's it but it's bringing it to a close in the sense that it's part one of two sorry yeah and then the latest scream film which is getting its numbers back so scream six set in yeah. new york uh, on Halloween, 
it's going to be horrible, I'm sure. Uh, yeah, because Nev Campbell's not in it. What bullshit? So they, well, they say that. They say that. Let's see what happens. I guess. So, I guess. Let's see. Let's we'll see. see. <laughs> so, let's, be, let's be honest. They say that, you know, they deny that Tobey Maguire and Andrew Garfield were going to be in the next Spider-Man film when they showed up. Wow, How do we, I, I don't believe anything these people say until you watch it. So let's be honest. Yeah. The trailer didn't even show Courtney Cox. So yeah. they could be saving these things. Yeah. Uh, I, I, do you know what I think would be cool is if they do... Uh, if, not this scream film, but maybe the next scream film. Nev Campbell actually turns out to be the the serial killer. Ghostface. Um, yeah, Ghostface. Like I, I, I'd love it if that turned out to be the way they end it with her becoming the killer. When she's, she's like, just like, fuck it, like we're going full circle here. Yeah, she's like, I've had enough of this shit. I thought I'll kill yeah, you. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. So uh, anyway, those are my <laughs> those are my films. So all right, so the two we have in common, uh, I'm very much looking forward to Scream as well. I even though I, there are all these you know hullabaloo about Nev Campbell not being in it, I'm still very much looking forward to Scream. Scream is a big part of my childhood growing up. Um, so it's a big part of like my nerdy identity from when I was a kid. So definitely looking forward to Scream. Ant Man, I'm very much looking forward to because it's. It is the first film of this next phase of Marvel. And I am very interested to see what they think this next phase is going to look like. So it's the first time I'm looking forward to an Ant-Man film, uh, but definitely looking forward to Quantumania to see, just to see what the hell is going on, uh, which mm. means I'm actually going to have to go and watch Doctor Strange 2, which I still have not seen. I've not seen it. Oh, <laughs> oh I need okay. to watch it. Um, <clears throat> and then the other one is my carryover from last year, which did not come out last year, but Probably the film I'm looking most, most, most forward to this year is Across the Spider Verse, Part One. I actually do want to see that, but um, yeah, yeah. By the way, just before we move on, I thought the last phase of Marvel was a mess, other than a few standouts like Shang Chi, etc., and Batman, uh, Black Panther. <laughs> um, but other than that, I felt it was a bit of a mess. Um, so I'm hoping because I've heard reports that they want to. They've realized that it wasn't great, that they they went over they went for quantity rather than quality. Mm-hmm. So I'm hoping that they realize that they need to go back to quality because Marvel always was quality. So I want them to go back to that. So right, okay. So we've done films. The last one on our list is games. So I want to look, I got a switch, and obviously I'm playing some old games which came out in like 2017. I've got I've got and I have got a backlog of games. Oh yeah, games are difficult to play, let's be yeah, honest. And know. games are expensive. Well, they're also like they're not like old games where you could probably do them in a day. Yeah. So a lot of these games now can require months of work, and you know I've got a full time job, kids, dog, and you know, and I'm tired a lot. So, <laughs> so but anyway, I have written down two games I would like to buy. One is for. Uh, actually, sorry, I've written down three games. Sorry, apologies. Mm-hmm. I am going to have to somehow get PS Five because one of them is only on the PS Five, and that's Spider Man Two. So yeah, like I don't know what I'm gonna do. That's there. a tough one. Uh, yeah, yeah, it's a PS5 and a game, but I've written down two games. One's for the Switch. So I've been playing the new Breath of the Wild. Well, not new, it's old Breath of the Wild Zelda game. I watched the trailer for the new one, The Legend of Zelda: Tears of the Kingdom, which looks really cool. Mm-hmm. So, and the game, I'll be honest with you, I'm so intrigued about is Hogwarts Legacy. Yeah, I've been so, seeing so much about Hogwarts Legacy. The idea of having an open world at Hogwarts sounds amazing. Yeah, like yeah. To, uh, that, 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 those three for me, so like you say, they're not cheap. We'll see how I get on. I'm looking forward to the next 12 months, see what my gaming life looks like. But I, yeah. I would like to get at least one of those. Uh, if it's only Spider-Man 2 and a PS5, I think I'll be happy. So, Well, 
I mean, that would be a a big brand new venture to get the PS5. So, um, okay. So, what about you? So, my two actually are from the same publisher, different games, which is exciting that they're coming back. It's from they're from Telltale Games, which Telltale Games filed for bankruptcy a, a few years ago, and everybody did, thought sure. that they were just going to go under, but they're coming back. They're coming back. A, we're getting a Wolf Among Us Part 2. I am oh, awesome. so excited about that. There's no, like, real official date yet, I don't think. Um, or if there is, I don't know what it is. But Wolf Among Us 2 and Telltale Games is doing an Expanse game, which The Expanse oh, wow. is one of the best TV shows I've ever watched in my entire life. I love The Expanse. So I am so super intrigued to see what telltale does because i love the way that telltale does their storytelling in games so i'm super excited to see what they come up with for an expanse video game so those are my two that i'm looking forward to um i have not seen the expanse i know you love it so it kind of oh, makes good. me catch up the wolf among us in this box here i've actually got the comics all the fables comic- well all the fables but including uh the wolf among us they made a comic based off the game oh okay okay cool uh, so that brings this fairly lengthy episode to a close. Yeah, so, I mean, I mean, with good reason though. It's stuff yeah, that we're looking yeah. forward to for the whole year. So it's a lot to talk it, about. It, it was a nice catch up of Christmas. Look, you've had three yeah. weeks off, so you got a bumper episode. Yeah. Um, anyway, we'll be returned to a slightly short format for next week. Uh, we will be continuing, like I say, our news, what we've been watching. Mm-hmm. But our review is a film I've never watched. Me neither. Oh, have you never seen it? Oh, nope. okay, cool. We're going to be watching The Joker. Or just Joker. So, anyway, you can follow us on social media. We're Geeks Unleashed everywhere, Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter. And you can get this podcast wherever you get your podcast: Google, Podbean, Apple, Spotify. We are everywhere. So please leave us a five-star review and tell your geeky friends. Thank you very much for listening. Look, uh, enjoy 2023, and I hope it's everything you guys want it to be. And uh, good journey. Good journey. <laughs> <laughs>